Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? I just thought maybe it's just how deep the inside of my head is. Yes. Ben, push me down. Thank you for being my dog, Nanny. But now you can be my pussy, Nanny. Mm. Is that how we're going to start the show? I don't like it. I don't like a one bit. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. And then we got this fellow over here. My name's Carmine. I'm Ben's boss. And I love it when Ben's late to work. Because then that means he's no longer my employee because I fire him for a couple of minutes. And then he becomes my clandestine lover. What is wrong with you? Oh, this is disgusting. She's let, a wonderful let the woman. the puppy come over here. I want to smell its pee. <laughs> and then I want you to push, Henry, push all right. it inside of me. That's enough. They don't listen, the, right? No. They can't possibly listen to this and still have you <laughs> no, no on one's the listening. dole, right? You they know. can't well, know you fondle this. the dogs all day. I don't fondle the dogs. I've watched you with the dogs. I cuddle the dog. <laughs> you grab all the dog <laughs> and I don't, you hold it up. They're next to one you. pound each. I'm just saying you you have you are it's it's scary how much you control the actions of the dogs physically. They're around very, you. They're very small dogs. There's no way around not control. You have to control them. You sound like a Larry King. Oh, take it easy. <laughs> Good Lord. Larry King, the, the pedophile, or Larry King, the uh, talk I'm show I'm never host? talking about Larry King, the talk show host. Oh, okay. From now on, every time we mention Larry King, it's about... No, no, I'll say old, pedo- old juice suspendies. Ah, Larry yeah. King. Yes. I see. Um, all right. So today we're going to talk about room, remote viewing and... Uh, and some other very you very sound fun excited. Things. I am <laughs> excited. You're excited. I'm excited. Koppel was talking about it on Nightline. So. Chad Koppel. This is <laughs> a big time viewing. event. I certainly <laughs> hope that no one uses remote viewing yes. to look inside my underwear drawer. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's in there, Ted? Just tube underwear. <laughs> the type of underwear you can just stick your balls through. Huh? I like Ted Koppel. Remote viewing. I was pretty good. I'm a pretty no, good at Ted Goppel. I guess so. I mean, we don't have any. Yeah, that's not a terrible. I'm Ted no Goppel. Richard Little. Yeah, well, yeah, Richard Little was very good, very talented young gentleman. That's for sure. All right, Marcus, explain what this is. So we're gonna we're also gonna be talking about astral projection, but that's gonna be later on in the show. But we're gonna start with remote viewing. Now, remote viewing is the ability to see distant or hidden objects, events, and location beyond the range of the physical eye. How I felt until after seeing under the skin last night and uh. seeing ScarJo's bush. Oh, they showed her bush. God, it's the best. It's really good. Bush is the best? How is a bush the best? Bushes are all the same. How can one bush be better than another bush? No, they're not. Some of them, some of them are coarse. Some she's are fluffy. Got a, she's got a top niner. A top she's in niner the top bush? Nine. Yeah. What, what prompted uh, her to show her bush? She's an alien. Yeah. Oh, I see. No inhibitions. No inhibitions oh, right. whatsoever. She yeah. doesn't even know she has a body. Oh, I <laughs> That's see. my favorite way to meet a lady. A girl who doesn't even know she has a body. There's a surprising <laughs> amount of nudity in those alien movies. That species yes. movie. I used to jack off to that all the time. Love uh, me uh, some Natasha Henstridge. Yeah. All right. So remote viewing. I did yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> Under the Skin, also a very good movie. (laughs) Very good movie. Highly recommended. Go check it out. So, for example, a remote viewer might be asked to... A, describe a location on the other side of the world that he or she has never visited. You mm. can't do that with just a postcard, right? You could. <laughs> you yeah. can, technically, yeah. but yeah. still, it's better to do it with your 
brain telescope. <laughs> B, describe an event that happened long ago. C, describe an object sealed in a container or locked room. All right. Or D, describe a person or activity all without being told anything about the target, not even a name or a designation. Well, see, what I found uh, doing some of the YouTube research. Uh, This is your problem. uh, First, you say YouTube research. YouTube research. (laughs) Uh, And I also take some umbrage with with you calling it research. (laughs) Umbrage. (laughs) All right, let's not get too technical over here, Mr. Umbrage. Heller. All right. Stop with that. I'm doing the Heller. I'm doing it. That's fine. I'm doing it. It's like Jack is Mia. Yeah. They just tend to draw a lot of pillars. They draw a lot of pillars and they draw a lot of walls. Well, and then it turns it, out that uh, there was walls involved. We will get into the methodology yeah. of like how one remote views. But it's it, it's actually very interesting because there's a lot of different theories as to why it even works. Um, you know, the, the, you know, this sort of a floofy-do idea. Like, you know, the term, you know, when you have tuning forks, mm-hmm. the way they describe the universe is like, the fa- like if we live in a multiverse, right? If we live in the idea that there's no such thing as time and we're all, that like all information is present at once and all options are available. Available at once, all future options, all past options, we're all they're all just floating around in a goop, right? Our brains are like giant antennas, which is true. Like they they, they can both receive and send down signals. And the way of the they say remote viewing works technically uh, is this thing called uh, the term I wrote down here. It's it's um, hold on one second. Damn it, damn it, damn it. It's like synergistic. Oh. Oh, oh. Well, first, you definitely have to put on some weight. Synergistic and then- quantum entanglement, which is this idea. How come you couldn't remember that? Henry? I don't know. Synergistic quantum entanglement. Because I was also, uh, yeah, I was, I was just, I was high. All right, yeah. I could not remember the term. All right, so I had to this write is, it down. Yeah. So the idea is that, honey, like, we are tun- not getting married. We are becoming synergistically entanglement together. <laughs> but the idea is that, like a tuning fork, if you have two tuning forks at the same pitch, and you hit one of the the uh, one at the one end of the room, on the other end of the room, the tuning fork will also vibrate. And the idea is that your brain can kind of stick its head into what they call lines of thought, uh, and basically you you you, you pick it up. And so you can you can be in two places at once. And you can shake a fork around. You can shake a fucking fork around. <laughs> well, isn't that exciting? All right. And then there's also an idea that we're all one gigantic galactic entity, which is also an official like reason why it works. Yeah. Uh, and also that you know, uh, ghosts are gossipers. I've heard <laughs> that. Yeah, gossip ghost. So the term remote viewing was coined in 1970 by American physicist. Russell Targ That's and right. Harold yeah. Puthoff. This is why these guys become scientists. <laughs> All right, you can't yeah. be a movie star with no. the name Russell Targ. And there's Russell Targ on the red carpet with <laughs> Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> and he appears to be wearing pig pig skin. I think he's wearing. Yeah. Bring me Christina Hendricks. Oh, I will make wine sacks from her breasts. Yes. Not your typical Hollywood leading man, but <laughs> ladies but we love, love him. him. So these guys, they re- researched remote viewing for uh, 10 years. They used uh, such tools as the magnetometer and the cork detector. Well, again, beginning tools. Yes. <laughs> this is the very beginning. What are you going to do? We used to think that uh, people uh, ran because they had jumping spirits in their knees. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> It that. took a long time for us yeah. to figure out that it's just muscles. Yep, muscles, bones, tissues, things like that. Harold Puthoff, by the way, uh, I will say... OT- say that again? What's, what is his name? Harold Puthoff. P- Puthoff. Puthoff. Sounds like something you want. You tell someone you want to get away from. Puthoff. <laughs> <laughs> like you're the big-faced yeah. man from uh, Under the Skin, <laughs> and you're being very weird with people around you. Do you just want to go to the grocery store and not get your fingers sucked by Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> I'm out of the loop on this Under the Skin. <laughs> Good lord, this seems like a saucy movie, though. It's extremely saucy. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) So Harold Puthoff, by the way, he was an OT7 Scientologist. See, this is Uh, my problem with him. Yeah, this is a big problem. This is the time, like, because when when was this? Like, early, mid-1960s? This was uh, 70s, 70s, yeah. Like, they have this thing called Psychology, which was the very beginnings of, like, paranormal research. And there was a lot of stuff like that going on with Scientology with the stress reading and, the, and the, all the different so people taking infrared photos. 
photo photography of each other. So it was kind of a revamp of what happened in like the 1890s with the spiritualistic movement. Of course. He actually uh, puts off. He cites Madame Blavatsky and her Everybody followers. Does. Everyone's. Yeah. Madame Blavatsky. She was the biggest spiritualist of the time. Hitler was her biggest. Yeah. Fan. Because she did Adolf. believe we were waiting on the seventh race to come save us. And the seventh race was beautifully white. Oh, <laughs> and they were coming from space. And so yes, it's always that. It's always that. Space white. That's what it's the like white really bled. Madame Vladowski is so interesting as you read it and you read it. And then eventually it's like, oh, she just hates brown people. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, but this was, yeah. I mean, this is uh, the glory days of Scientology. This is the in fun the 70s. Oh, yeah, man. This yeah, is they when, were just yeah, having a good time. People weren't wearing shirts. Yeah. Everybody was talking about how stressed they are. It was different yeah. back then. It was different. San Fernando. <laughs> yes. San Fernando. Well, gems. That's all. All I can think about is gems. Yeah. Well, I think there was a lot of gems around. A lot of hot naked ladies. Oh, yeah. Oh, indeed. So, Puthoff, he thought that Madame Blavatsky and her followers were able to actually remote view the inner structure of atoms. Cool. Which goes into the theory that all is one. We are all one giant membrane. So, it does follow that you could go small enough to see tiny, tiny little things in the atoms. Like in the magic school bus. Or in inner space. Ah. Wonderful I love Martin that. Short movie. Yeah, great, great Martin Short movie. <laughs> now I'll tell you, they show his bush. Yeah, yeah. love that in inner space. They, they show Mar- Martin Short is one of the best bushes I've ever seen. Nothing is b- b- higher on my bucket list oh. than seeing the curly browns oh, of yeah. Martin Short. As a matter, I might, I might just remote view that right now. Long, hairy, Martin Short. Bush. You know what I've been watching a lot of is that Jiminy Glick. Oh, yeah. That's very funny. Let's continue. (laughs) So other research was done by a group called the Princeton Engineering Anomalies Research Group, or... Pair. Now let's let's just imagine. <laughs> I mean, what the on. body types are of the people that have joined that have Plum. joined up this society. They are, you know, <laughs> maybe a little bottom heavy, Perhaps. and they all had a secret little giggle. It was like, oh, this is my microscope stool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, they can't keep their glasses from breaking. Isn't that the thing with these kinds of people? Always tape on the glasses. <laughs> My glasses. My glasses. Let's not make fun of these people. These people are very important to the paranormal studies yeah, world. They're very smart people. Well, that was founded in 1979, and they applied modern engineering science techniques to the study of psi. Look, which- it's a wheel. This is a bully. Very cool. <laughs> they concluded that it is possible to obtain information by means that cannot be explained by known psychic phenomena. And others have also found that remote viewing is affected by geomagnetic activity. So the higher the geomatic, geomagnetic activity before the viewing test, the less successful the results. Very interesting. They say the same thing what happens with it, all around the country of these random number generators going on that also seem to sync up during gigantic either natural disasters or uh, political like terrorist acts, like weird like gigantic catastrophes. These random number machines seem to also kind of jam at the same time, <laughs> which the causes that they're, you know, they use a lot of random number generators for uh, like it, it, for remote viewing to see if you can manipulate the numbers. Change the numbers. That was another thing that I learned. A lot of people just trying to get into this game for the lottery win. Yeah, of course they do. <laughs> A lot Why of people. wouldn't they? But the way they do it's really interesting. I was reading what they, what they do with that is that because it doesn't really work with numbers. Well, we'll find out when we get deeper into this that it involves this concept of gestalt, gestalt, which is the idea of a feeling of a moment. That's mm. how you jump into the remote. Like, but you basically you get a coordinate and then you have to imagine how the moment feels, how the area feels to you emotionally and physically and yeah. so what they do for the stock market in order to manipulate it or guess when things were going to dr- rise and fall is that they take pictures and they memorize the pictures and they associate them with certain stock market accounts and then what they do is ba- basically using the imagery of the picture when the picture pops up they know when the stock's going to raise or lower by, by attaching it to certain numbers well, I don't even know how we had a financial collapse <laughs> with solid science like that. You would think we would still be living in the 80s, the roaring 1980s. Well, another one of the big researchers that came on the scene this time that became one of the biggest 
practicing remote viewers was a man named Ingo Swan. I love this man. Now, do we do we know that that's his real name? His <laughs> I name hope he made is it up. Do like, we know that any of these names are these people's real names? Russell this- Targ is a name that was unfortunately <laughs> I mean. given to a man. Uh, Targ. Like- <laughs> Honey, uh, you got yourself a Targ baby. What'd right, you so- say about my baby? No, his last name is Targ. Hey, I'm, this is Ragunga Targ, and, oh. and this is my husband, Boik Targ. <laughs> Boik Targ was a nice guy, though. One of the best grocery baggers. You Honey, don't forget see. the Targs are coming over for dinner tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you didn't even tell me to buy the slop when I went to the supermarket. Let me go put the plastic sheeting on the new recliner. <laughs> so, Henry, you know quite a bit about Ingo Targ. Ingo, well, not Ingo Targ, Ingo Swan. Don't get him mixed it mixed up. Yeah, I mean, you uh, could. Ingo Swan was the guy who basically helped develop what we, we now officially know as remote viewing. He uh, helped train members of the CIA and our military. But this is... This is what I know about him. And where he started from was in the 1950s. He was a born clairvoyant. He says he was. And also, like, if you watch any interviews with him, I'll put them up on the Facebook page. It's incredible that he got anywhere near the army. He is like the fans. He looks like a Broadway choreographer. And he's just like, he's like, oh, you boys, they're messes. Like, literally, like, he was doing this. He showed up with a microphone. He's just like, he's like, you mean you didn't have a microphone set up for me before? Why didn't you do it before, Andrea? (laughs) You know, like, but he's very sweet. He's very cool. Yeah, seems like a nice guy. But they were talking about how, like, where he kind of started was that he grew up in the 19 like in the 1960s he became he joined this pataphysical group in New York City pataphysical pataphysical which is the 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 original version of like the paranormal studies movement ah. that was when it was all stuff like the beginnings of Scientology it was all gems and people like strapping I don't know what to their heads you know strapping aluminum <laughs> foil their heads going like I can see yeah. colors on my feet I mean <laughs> they're like what are you even talking yeah. about Richard and he's like I love left Leslie to come to New York. Yeah. I've got to find something to do. Um, so they he, did go, I mean, Scientology was just a nice way for nerds to get laid. It was a great know? way for nerds to get laid. Yeah, I like it so much out. better than the fucking comic book movement. Oh, the new sure. nerdist like Chris Hardwick wearing suits and that's cool to be nerd now. It was better before when yeah. everyone had long bushes. That's right. Um, so, but Ingo Swan basically discovered uh, he could do remote viewing on his own and i forget how it actually ended up working him towards working to the cia i couldn't have it seemed like he he said it just kind of randomly happened yeah yeah well he was uh doing research and out-of-body experiences for the american society of physical research in the 60s this is one of those weird like super liberal 60s college organizations that they because the the time because it was like the college boom too yeah so all this money was coming in from the government for to use these like college research facilities kind of like how ghost Buster starts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot about, like, I mean, a lot of this stuff is pretty similar to Ghostbusters. And it was pretty great. Yeah, Russell Targ is very similar hair to Mr. Ramus <laughs> as well. It's out there. Yeah. Leave I mean, me alone. <laughs> I mean, none of these names are any more ridiculous than Egon Spangler. No, no exactly. And- That's why the Ghostbusters nailed it. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect. And, yeah, and there was also other things going on at this time, like the human movement. Yes. Uh, what was that movement all about? It's exactly No what one it was wearing like. deodorant. That <laughs> that's was all, it, that's huh? what it meant. It was just, yeah, no one was wearing deodorant. The it human movement. It was a heck of a time to get shoes on a person. Yeah. <laughs> what do I got to do to join this human movement? Oh, turn, I already did, huh? Isn't that wild? This whole time I've been a part so of it. So don't shave... Anything. So just stop taking care of myself, huh? Oh, wow. So Ingo, he was doing some really interesting experiments where he was remote viewing weather, uh, where he would uh, do these experiments where he would uh, remote view, like, the weather in Cincinnati and say, like, today... It's going to rain in Cincinnati. (laughs) And then, yeah, he just became, like, what my dad does every day sitting on the fucking porch. And he's just like, hey, it's uh, it's California, but it's hot, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, yes, it is, Dad. <laughs> and he would, uh, you know, remote view the weather, and then they'd call up Cincinnati and be like, hey, what's the weather like? And they'd be like, hey, it's cloudy. And it like, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Knew it. Nailed it. And yeah, and I forget exactly how he became involved in it uh, as well, uh, but he became the lead remote viewer for the best CIA program that has ever existed. Project Stargate. Yeah, Project Stargate is pretty great. 
Real. Uh, it's pretty yeah, amazing. It's and so this is what I like about this program is that what it was was it's the CIA getting groovy. Yeah, this is what we could call the CIA's groovy period because I mean the Project Stargate it was also known as Project Sunstreak, Project Project Center Lane. That's beautiful. I feel like a couple of agents got into the MK Ultra drugs. And oh just, yeah, totally side projected this. Hey man, you know what we could do, man? It's like you know what I want to see. Yeah, I want to see George Bush's fucking underwear. Yep. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's do Sounds it. Pretty good. Uh, I know this dude named Ingo. Ingo? No shit. That's a name. <laughs> it is now, yeah, man. man. Yeah, man. That's I just said up. his name out loud, and we created him. <laughs> yes. But uh, what Ingo did was Ingo created the organized methodology for uh, remote viewing. Yeah. In 1972, the CIA launched a classified project because, of course, it's classified. They don't want anyone to know about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, usually they don't want things to you didn't, uh, the American people to know about things because we're killing innocent people in Cambodia or something. But in this situation, they're just like they're all going to laugh at you. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, if the American people find out about this, they're all going to make fun of you. No, yeah, finally so. doing to themselves what they do to people who believe in aliens. Yeah, they, yeah, like they make yeah. themselves look very silly because the thing is because they got word that the Russians were doing it. That's, yeah, this yeah, is they the got dumb word, Cold War. Yeah. They got word that the the Russians and the Chinese were using these sorts of uh, methods, and in fact. Uh, Congressman Charlie Rose said... I bet they were just making leaking those things just to see if the U.S. would do it. Absolutely. No, no, no. They say that it was probably a disinformation thing. (laughs) So funny. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Congressman Charlie Rose said... Some of the intelligence people I've talked to know that remote viewing works, although they still block further research on it since they claim it is not yet as good as satellite photography. But it seems to me... <laughs> not yet. <it's> good. <laughs> yeah. But it seems to me that it would be a hell of a cheap radar system. And if the Russians have it and we don't, we're in serious trouble. So I mean, in other words, it's the psychic gap. The psychic gap. The psychic, <laughs> and the Russians... I would give the, uh, the edge to the Russians. They got that sort of sloped back of the head. They kind of have satellite looking heads. Do they? Yeah. I think <laughs> Russians are beautiful except for the men who look like walking bears. That's who I'm talking about. Not yeah. the gorgeous women, but they're beaten down so quick in life that they're not... <laughs> It doesn't even matter. Um, it's. I find this to be very interesting. We. I. I do think that it is true. They. They talk about when they say it's. It. The, the remote viewing does work, but it's like what it is. The way that they say remote viewing works is if you create up to ten percent more likelihood that they know this information or not. Yeah. So it's not much. It's five to ten cent. Five uh, to ten percent. But they say that is uh, statistically good. Yes, because that puts it to like. 51% yeah. that like puts it over the lip of not knowing anything that you're fucking talking about. Yeah. You could say you sort of know something. Well, let's go through some of the players in Project Stargate. Yes. First, we've got Major General Albert Stubblebine. I mean, this is just, you can't this is just not even up. real anymore. No, I, it's, I like, it's, like a, it. it's like, uh, what's his name? It's like David Copperfield. Yeah, Stubblebine. <laughs> he was uh, a key sponsor at the research internally at Fort Meade. Uh, he required that all of his battalion commanders learn how to bend spoons. Yeah. And he himself attempted several psychic feats, even attempting to walk through walls. Can you imagine working for this man who is constantly <laughs> pissed off? Off. Yeah, you know he's just walking around like he because it's like it sounds like he's like Colonel Clink. Yeah. Like, it sounds like he's from a television show. Him just like walking around being like, I can do it, I will do it, and like him just like walking through walls. Gonna be like Henderson, get in here. These walls are too thick. <laughs> Thin up the walls. Thin up the walls, Henderson. I mean, that would just be tough. He yeah. must be very angry in the lunchroom. You know, oh, all yeah, those straight yeah, spoons, yeah. straight him, forks. Him trying to bring the food to his face and just being mm. like, aren't you hungry, Mr. Stubble, the General Stubblebine? He's like, don't remind me, damn it. <laughs> bring it to me, come 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 to me. So after some controversy involving these experiments, and also... Uh, it's al- hard to have the numbers meeting. It's re- <laughs> yeah, it's tough. <laughs> and alleged security violations from uncleared civilian psychics working in the sensitive compartmented <sighs> information it. facilities, uh, Stubblebine was placed on retirement. Uh, was placed on retirement. That is the most, gentle, the most gentle way of saying he died of an accidental car accident. Like uh, in the yes. middle of an empty road out in the middle of Nebraska. I don't know if he had any information to be done away with. 
Yeah. You know? I think they let him live. I think Stumblebine made it. Yeah. <laughs> Very angry, though. He's the first person to not stumble his way to the top. And the next guy up is Pat Price. Well, there we go. Hey, nice, normal Pat Price. That's a good that's quarterback. A good, it's a yeah. game show host name. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. He worked with maps and photographs provided to him by the CIA, and he claimed to be able to retrieve information from facilities behind Soviet lines. He was possibly, he has the most famous example of remote viewing in that he was able to remote view and sketch a crane at a Soviet military site. With, and with the, well, he called it the big crane, but what it turned out to be was a gigantic experimental Submarine. Ah, that he. What he envisioned was he envisioned was this construction unit that was basically building the submarine. It's interesting. It is. Again, that's no, what, that story is interesting. But Dave, this is where like there was someone brought it up on the Facebook page about this idea of like me not like th- saying like being anti uh, spiritual or theological. But I honestly think that this is where I see spiritualism. Yeah, where it's just like your will can reach out and manifest itself and can manipulate your environment. I put you at a Crowleyan more than anything. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm about to put him into early retirement. <laughs> Henry is four seconds away from trying to get that coffee to his mouth without touching it. I really do believe it, though. I know. <laughs> I know. It. Uh, and Price, he uh, also he believed that aliens had established four underground bases on Earth. Yep. And he often reported uh, on these locations to Doctor Puthoff. <sighs> uh, and he was also these ego- aliens won't respect me, and they say it's because of my name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he was also uh, Ingo Swan's biggest competitor. Yeah, and that's so. That's See, again where the bullshit comes in. Right. Where they literally started competing with each other as to who was the most psychic. Yeah, and it's a very tough thing to prove. Yeah, because yeah. technically no one's got any right. proof. Yeah. So uh, the U.S. intelligence, like during the Cold War, they had like the most up to date like sonar and most up to date like photographs coming from satellites, and then just bar napkins. <laughs> Is that what happens? <laughs> like, don't put your coffee on that. That's evidence. That's, that's a huge amount of information there. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Shaki Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. 
Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today. To get 10% off your first month. That's better help. H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Uh, next, next guy is... <sighs> Joseph McMonagle. It's Joseph McMonagle. <laughs> it just has the, not, the worst Irish name of all time. I mean, do they have bones? Yeah. Do these people have bones? The problem is, though, any name that will lead you to get the nickname Joe McMo is yeah. like the worst. You can't. What's your actual name? Yeah. Nah, we, yeah. we're, it's not to be honest. Call me Joe McMo. <laughs> Uh, so he was uh, also a very early psychic viewer. Uh, he said he used, first used his psychic abilities in his teens for his own protection while hitchhiking. Uh, and he enlisted to get away from his alcoholic family. Uh, and he became an experimental remote viewer in Army Intelligence. He, in 1984, he was awarded a Legion of Merit for determining 150 essential elements of information and producing crucial and vital intelligence unavailable from any other source. Because that's what the one thing they say. Mm-hmm. is It's really about, it's quantity over quality. It's the idea is if you can get any details at all remotely viewing, then that's in the win column. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's what Sylvia Brown does and... Sylvia Kinda Brown, is. though, it, it's to me. But like to me, Sylvia there's Brown. also with with psychic readers, with that kind, of, with reading someone's past or reading someone's future. I think there's a lot more to the Anton Lavey school of carnival tricks and how that yeah. it's yeah. actually, but it's actually not. 
uh, that doesn't make it shallow. That it actually the reading of someone is an important skill in determining their future. Because you oh, can totally. tell a lot about how somebody holds themselves. Like if you know them really well. And then it's also what, what we hear about, what we're going to hear about in another version of remote viewing is that sometimes you can tell someone a really good future and that will help them build towards a better future. Or yeah. make them extremely lazy because they think it's uh, in the bag. Well, either way, they're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, there was Ed Dames. Uh, he was one of the first five Army students trained by Ingo Swan. Oh, he's originally changed it from the name Ed Ladies, <laughs> um, which they felt was a little too feminine. Yeah. And he was a, a monitor, which a, a monitor, he eventually he became a monitor, uh, and he was the guy that controlled the other remote viewing students, told them yeah. where to yep, go, you got what it. to yep, do. You got it. Oh, you need a massage? Uh, oh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. You want some water? Oh, I just put it in my mouth. I spit it in your mouth. And he was known this as the good. most. He was known as the most extreme of all remote viewings because his target sessions were Atlantis and Mars, cool. also UFOs and aliens. And not well, Ingo Swan said during those experiments they did see water on Mars. Oh. Or the symbology of water on Mars. Yeah. And then he said that that was backed up by the recent research. Yeah, yeah. we found it. Yep. Very true. And not coincidentally, Mr. Ed Dames has been a guest on Coast to Coast more than 30 times. Oh, they're all pretty available to Coast to Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Coast to Coast just needs to pick up the phone and get them. They're looking to talk, that's yeah. for sure. So there was just this whole wing at this military base just full of people doing remote viewing and it's things incredible. like that. It's incredible. Yeah, there was, at the most, there were, I think, 22 remote viewers working for the Army at this one it's base. Wonderful. So everyone no, it's- else, like, doing, like, boot camp and, like... Oh, they're working- stupid! Well, yeah, they're stupid. They are they're stupid. stupid. You got to get to the good side of the army. That's what I'm always talking about. It's like maybe I'll volunteer for the army, but I only want yeah. to be in like Good Morning Vietnam army. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah Vietnam Mikhail's was so Navy fun. Army, yeah. I was watching this uh, Ken. Uh, what was it? A Ken Burns documentary? Some documentary about Vietnam, and I was like, this is not right. I saw it. Oh, yeah. You know, it's fucking good times. Laughs. No. Oh, is that World War Two? The, World War. They're all bad. Unless you're my dad. What, what's the What's the uh, What's the one you referenced? Mikhail's Navy. Is that World War II? No, that was that during was... their early 90s. <laughs> no, not Mikhail's Navy. Which one am I thinking of? What's the Vietnam one? Good Morning, uh, good Vietnam. morning Vietnam. Yeah, all right, forget it. Jesus Christ. No, there's a show, the, the Vietnam show. There's no, you're thinking of MASH, MASH. and that was the Korean, Korean War. War. Yeah, whatever, that's what my grandfather <laughs> fought in. My grandfather fought in the Korean War. So. The good one, not your evil one. No, the other one fought in a different war. <laughs> Scratch it. <laughs> Delete it all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just trying to find the goddamn name of the show. So, so this program was declassified in 1995. So, therefore, we have the training manual that was written by Mr. Ingo Swan. Now, it's really cool. So, what you're going to find out here is that, like, what Ingo Swan is before this, like, truly, it was just people who would get drunk at a party and then they do the old Johnny Carson game of putting the thing in an envelope and then you try to guess what's the envelope. It was a way to impress women. But what he did was create an organized system of, of methods for the CIA. Yeah. And it's very boring. Yes. It's Good. very long. It is very thick. It was long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I try to read of it as much of it as I can. But what we learn here is that there's a there's a system. Yeah, there's a system. There were six stages that yes. they used they in their remote be, viewing. They had to sit in a bareback chair with a plain desk with a pad of paper in front of them and a pencil. In front of them was the monitor, and that was it. They had a light with a dimmer, mm-hmm. and that's the only thing they could do because the idea is that as they go deeper in their trance, they, they dimmer the thing. And also remember, these people are not in trance. No. This is not trance. This is literally just sitting and just going like, grape juice, grape juice, mm, grapes, <laughs> mm, grapes. Is it grapes? Yeah. Is it grapes? Uh, grapes. Is it grapes? Is it your grapes? Mm, purple, 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 <laughs> yeah. purple, purple, purple. Is it red? Is it red? Purple, red, purple, red, purple, red. Is it Clifford the big red dog? That's right. <laughs> That's right. So stage one, uh, the stage one sites were, is it an island? Are they in the mountains? Is it a desert? And the way they do this Very is, broad. They, what they do is they give them a set of coordinates, mm. and then they say, you draw your first impressions, or what they called the, the, the was the ideologies, yeah. ideologies, and what you do is you basically draw squiggles on a piece of paper, and then they tell you whether or not that's oceans or mountains. Yeah. Stage two, uh, that would be sites of quality sensory value. So tactiles. you have tactiles, touch, taste, sound, color, odor. 
things like that. Stage three, that's significant dimensional characteristics. Buildings, bridges, airfields. Ben, don't rub your face like that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I have sleep in my eyes. I, I didn't have any coffee this morning. Uh, stage four is a qualitative mental percepts, such as uh, the technical area, military feeling, She's research. She's hungry. <laughs> 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 I'm just hungry. Stage five is when the trainee learns to, uh, quote unquote, interrogate qualitative mental percepts in an attempt to, pr- to produce analytical target descriptions, such as aircraft tracking radar, biomedical research facilities, a tank production plan, Ooh. getting real specific with it. Yeah. And then stage six involves the trainee in direct three-dimensional assessment and modeling of the site and or the relationship of site elements to one another, I i.e. airplanes inside one of three camouflage hangars or a military compound. There are 20 pages building. of this. Yeah. No, no, 20 pages 20... of just this. No, because <laughs> I, I started getting into it myself, and I was just like, oh, I can't boil this down. No, the manual is one hundred is 99 pages long. You got to read it. Yeah. It's really interesting because it's, a, it's government writing. Because also, especially when they write the whole thing at the top of being like, there is a matrix of yeah. unconscious in, like information. It's incredible. This it's, is a CIA manual. Yeah. There's an actual, but it's kind of like in, in Beetlejuice, the fucking handbook for the recently yes. deceased. Like, it's the secrets yeah. of the universe, but it's mind-numbingly boring. The government's main job is to take all wildly interesting things and make them real fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's about right. <laughs> so let's kind of go through a bit of uh, the, and the manual also has a uh, kind of the process that they go through. So let's go through a bit of that. So stage one, uh, it says, okay, rising, angles across, down solid. Sure. Stage so two. No, this is an example of yeah. what someone would see. Yeah, this is just an example okay. of the things that they would see. Stage two, rough, smooth, gritty texture, gray, white, red, blue, yellow, orange, clean taste, mixture of smells, warm, bright, noisy. Ben's knees. <laughs> that could be, yeah. So far, so good. Tall, rounded, wide, long, open. Oh, and, no. And this is when they take a break because they have to take a break because there is a very high instance of burnout in these guys. Yes, they say uh. was it the, 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 the uh, training burnout. Yeah. And then they also say you cannot be hungry. Nah. That hunger is the worst enemy to remote viewing. Ah. Did not know that. So we're good. Yeah, we're fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And so uh, the stage three is when they start doing the sketches. Mm -hmm. And they start trying to expand it a little bit. Stage four, they start bringing it down. Rough, smooth, man-made, high, tall, wide. Then there's a bit of a break. And in this one, the uh, trainee said... Sandwiches, coffee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the trainee said, this is neat. Continuing. Oh. Doors, windows, colorful, parapets, building, sketching some more. Mm-hmm. Foreign feeling, people, somber, serious, devoted, enthusiastic. Hmm. Break. Okay, that's a castle in a city. Is that a castle in a city? That's, that's a, a castle, castle in, a in a city. That's a castle mm. in a city. That, through the that sketch, something? that's they said that's a castle well, a in a hungry, city. I'm hungry, better eat a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stage five. Religious objects. Hmm. Emanations, robes, candles, incense, religious attributes, emanations. I'm getting molested. I'm getting molested. Uh oh. <laughs> Quiet, dimly lit, echoing, large. Religious subjects, emanations. Very interesting. <laughs> Worship, reverence. Is it like this? I wish I it was it like, like I this. wish you could see Marcus's see. hand motions. <laughs> yeah. I just want to hear this guy talking to a, a war vet at a VFW. Just be like, how was your time in the military? <laughs> I lost two legs and I only have My one My buddy hand. Manhattan got his feet blown off by a yeah. turret weapon. <laughs> how about you? I ate sandwiches and I saw things in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Worship, reverence, respect, harmonious chanting, religious topics, emanations, (laughs) mass, Catholic, priest, communion, large assembly, religious decorations, singing, reverence, scriptures, clergy. I mean, what place doesn't have a Catholic church? I mean, he's this just a, saying that they chose a specific site. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're narrowing it down. They're narrowing it down. Yeah, they're narrowing saying, it if down. If you're going to say, like, I'm going to say, yeah, there's a Catholic church we in Russia. We don't know it's a church yet. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> and so now this is when the Matrix has started to get filled in by yeah. the, by, uh, the uh, monitor. 
while the viewer is still constructing the model. So the uh, the matrix is being filled out as to what this could possibly be, where it could possibly be. They're starting to narrow it down. So stage six, church, <laughs> hand-hewn <laughs> stones, gray, rough, very large, very old, war-damaged monument, dreary climate, international feeling. <laughs> You can say anything. You can say anything you like. <laughs> bugaboo. I see bugaboo. Yeah, uh, the color orange. Okay, um, I think fine. I see um, leather. The smell yeah. of leather. leather. Uh, I got shoes on. Yes, um, you do. Yes. Rubble. Separate structure. Tall, straight, rectangular, high, wide. This is slam poetry. Yeah, this is it's good, though. <laughs> Modern. Same purpose as other structure. Church. New church and old church are the same. Cosmopolitan atmosphere, war atrocities. And then the remote viewing comes to an end. That's it. That's that, it. That's all well, the information. What, they, what the viewer has summarized is that the site is composed of two churches. One church, which is old and made of hand-hewed stones, has been damaged by war. There's a lot of rubble around it. The new church <laughs> is very modern in design. Both are located in an area with a cosmopolitan atmosphere and an international flavor. The older church has been left as a monument to remind the people of, the t- of today of the war atrocities of the past while the new church now serves the same purpose as the older church did at one time, a house of worship. What is the site? Berlin. England. The London. Penn actually got it. Whoa, yeah. you're the psychic. Oh, yeah. You're psychic. I knew. It's well, a, I mean, it's, it's, it's also you, were, you remember your grandfather's memories of what he was there. Take it easy. Yeah, it's the Kaiser Wilhelm Church uh, side by side with the older Kaiser Wilhelm Church in Berlin, Germany. Yep. That's incredible. I nailed um, it. Wow, that's very impressive. That's no problem, very good, Marcus. Ben. So after this, the Stargate project, of course, we said that uh, the chances of them getting something to right were between 5 and 15%, which yes. yeah, pretty good. For, for like, nothing. You know, yeah. like, from nothing. <laughs> it's from, pretty good. From literally nothing. Uh Unfortunately, most of the information was very unclear. Yeah, it's and just what, what, what type of tacos the Russians were eating and like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so in 1995, the CIA hired the American Institute for Research to perform a retrospective evaluation of the results of the Stargate project. Uh, this w- study was done by... Ray Hyman and Jessica Utz. Uh, 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 poor Jessica Utz, because you yeah. know that it was butts before and, they got oh, to Ellis sure. Island. Or yeah. nuts. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Hyman. Mr. Hyman, that's just, you can't Hyman even and Utz. Boys, look awake. I'm in a nuts are coming through. Boys, look awake. I can't be asleep when they're here. <laughs> well, Utz, she was on the side of the psychic uh, viewers. She said that the uh, 5 to 15% uh, or boosting uh, the chance of some sort of positive effect uh, of an yeah. operation that was 5 to 15%. She said it was statistically uh, significant. Uh, but Hyman argued that Utz's conclusion that ESP had been proven to exist is premature to say the least. It's definitely premature to be able to be yeah. to say that absolutely. <laughs> this whole that, system Hyman? is broken. Mr. Hyman's all blocked up. No, I will never believe a single one of these. I don't believe a single one of these. I didn't understand a goddamn word Mr. Hyman said. <laughs> he said that the findings had yet to be replicated independently and that more investigation would be necessary to, quote, legitimately claim the existence of paranormal functioning. Yes, Typical. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, but always getting into the way, you know? But Ingo Swan even said that. What he was saying when they were working, he's just like, he's like, we never knew whether they were going to keep us open or not, but every week we'd get a check. That's how we knew we <laughs> yeah. must have been doing something right. 1995 yeah. this was going on till, huh? Yeah, yeah until 1995. And so based on uh, both of their studies, uh, the CIA terminated the 20 
Million dollar project. Quite, in a, bit of, quite a bit of cash. Quite a bit, bit of cash. Ca- I just feel like they could have underbid it a little bit yeah, in order yeah. to have kept the program going. Yeah, right. there were in 1995, there were still three full time psychics that were working on a $500,000 a year that's budget. being your job? That'd be so great. You're a full time psychic? Perfect. Yeah. Oh, and one of those was just using tarot cards all the time. That's great. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I really believe in tarot cards as well. Yeah. yeah and, um, you know, and some people still use remote viewing uh, to this day. Um, it said that um, there was a, one of the guys that he wrote a book on the Green River Killer, I think. He's really into remote viewing. He said that he found uh, or he saw the location of one of Ted Bundy's victims. Uh, and he called the police and told them, hey, check out there. Like there's, And they never checked. A year later, they found the girl at the exact same site. And he said that the sheriff yeah. called him up and said, you know what, you were right. If you could she was figure exactly out to, where you said I she truly was. believe you could figure out how to break down the wall between your our brains, otherwise known as an antenna, mm-hmm. uh, and the the matrix, if you want to put it, as the grid of information. There's a lot you can do. I mean, yeah. I think you just play the odds, though. Partially, you just know where Ted Bundy tended to kill and strangle women, and you're like, there's a place that would be perfect for him. But extrapolation of that, yeah. that's simple psychic ability. Yeah. I mean, um, but there's also, so that's just the control. There's there's many other different types of remote viewing as well. There's free form, which is, again, we were saying just That's for the wild kids. That's for the wild kids. Then there's this guy, um, uh, Dr. Simeon Hine. That's a good one. <laughs> Simeon's a cool Simeon's name. Simeon's a cool name. I would but follow a Simeon. He's been working on this thing called Human Fusion. He was a student of Ingo Swan. He's a new he's a new dude, but basically what his idea is that, like, uh, he, uh, he is a proponent. Listen to him on Coast to Coast, and He's a proponent of the idea of remote viewing for self-help purposes, which, of course, people are into. You know, like they want that. Uh, but it's the idea is that you use remote viewing on your own life. And the way they, the way he put it, he brought up the idea of, you know, that we're that we're in a the time is a, is is not linear. That we're all time is happening now. You can plug into anything, and that remote viewing is much easier if you're using yourself and basically using your imagination. That's where he was like he was against Ingo Swan's idea because Ingo Swan was like take all imagination out of it. It's yeah. just first response, first thing that comes to your brain. But he was saying imaginations, and he truly believes this that every single thing that you imagine is just an alternative reality. It's just that you have now sparked. A new sliding doors you got Gwyneth Paltrow on a date with you Ooh, new reality and so stuff. but he basically he says that because oftentimes in Olympic training, they use these visualization techniques. And this is what he says. It's the same thing what they do with controlled remote viewing, but it's much more relaxed, which is the idea is that you imagine a feeling. And like, and the way he did it for self-help purposes is that like, if you want to be good at something, let's say you just started using the, playing the piano and you're like, man, I just want to groundhog day myself and to be in great at the piano. You know, just go like, blink, blink, and be done. He's like, well, what would you do is you start visualizing the feeling of being really great at the piano because yeah. these emotions are what kind of t- poke through time. And then you go and you put on a performance at the Apollo and you get booed off stage because you actually suck at the but piano. But you suck at the piano. Yeah, but you're like, I just felt but like I was ready. you felt like you rock. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes that's all that matters. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that's what he said. So human fusion, it's the idea that basically you, no, that um, you, you go to meet future you mm-hmm. and you use visualization techniques and it's always it's about uh, gestalt which yeah, is like what you, matthew mcconaughey was talking about in his oscar speech when he said his yes. hero was me 10 years but from honestly now. yes yeah but, i mean that yeah. is that is his remote that is remote viewing yeah and i really do i believe in visualization i believe in the power of will itself <laughs> yes. you know and you could take from the universe what you need from the universe oh totally yeah you know as long as you're ruthless well, you don't have to be ruthless. ruthless. For, you could be kind and loving, too. <laughs> well, you can be kind and loving and use remote viewing in a way that, you know, it may seem sinister at first. But in the end, it's good for everybody. It's good for everybody yes. because you, sir, I'm talking to you. Me? No. You. Me? No. The Who? listener. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you. You. I'm talking Not to you. you to tell you that you can re- use remote viewing. To get girls. Yeah. Oh, really? Right, what if guys, they're a girl? Get your, get your pencils get... out. No, you, you <laughs> cannot use this for men. You can't get a guy <laughs> using this? What I will say to girls, if you want to get a man, just 
just tell him you you want you want it, and he's gonna say <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he's either gonna say yes or he's gonna be like, oh my I knees hurt yeah. because I've been be- I've been beaten in the street. I yeah, can't I can't be with you tonight. I mean, all our our, our, our female viewers are, are are beautiful young ladies. Absolutely, so they're, they're fine. Yeah, yeah you, you don't, don't need, need remote viewing. No, yeah. absolutely not. So this is from a wonderful article that I found on the internet. Oh, on the internet, use- so it's real. It's yes. absolutely real. Here's what it says. You might think of this as remote viewing seduction, (laughs) simply because this technique is more geared towards impacting the consciousness of other people. Realize that the only thing standing between you and a happy relationship with the girl of your dreams is the way in which that girl perceives you. But that is true, true, though. Yes. If you can change her perception of you, you can change your relationship. A big thing that helps with that is wads of cash. (laughs) Laundry. Do laundry. Washing yourself. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Lots of things. I keep hearing the term. People say it's very important to have good shoes. (laughs) Nice shoes. I keep hearing that, too. It is. Remote viewing. (laughs) Now, it's good to have a specific girl picked out because you will need to have an image to lock onto. Yeah, it can't just be any uh, fucking hag. Yeah, you're just dragging from the bar like some kind of caveman. That's illegal. I would never do that. I would never do that. Now, the next step is a bit hard to articulate, but basically you need to lock onto the way that you want to feel when you're around her. The way you want her to perceive you. Yep. And you need to project this feeling at her. <laughs> and that also does not mean that does not involve piercing stares. No. Right. Oh, neither. No. Okay. No, no, no. Imagine that you've known each other for a long time and you're just leaving an upscale rela- uh, restaurant together. That is kind of, that is the funnest way to be in a relationship. Or yeah. take her to an upscale restaurant. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Imagine it yeah. first. Imagine it. You okay. need to get the funds for that first. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. It's late, so not many other people are out. And there's a slow song playing outside as you walk down the sidewalk. Caught in the moment, she grabs you and pulls you into the shadow of the nearest building where you passionately start making out. Now, (laughs) I will warn again. Oh, I will say this this could lead you to a crippling depression. Oh, (laughs) violent depression or masturbation. Uh, Yes, bask in this feeling while you're there with your headphones on, listening to the song, and hold on to it for as long as you can. The power of theta, that's the dream power, by the way, the brainwaves power, the power of theta is that you can directly affect the minds of the other people around you at a fundamental level. So when you feel this about her, she will simultaneously feel it about you guaranteed. She might walk by you, though. (laughs) She may not pay a Word one of attention yeah. to you. No idea because you didn't articulate any of your feelings but, to her. But guess what? Because you imagined it, it happened already. In an alternate in your universe. Brain. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. No, not alter- in your brain. In an alternate universe. In an alternate, but the, not yeah. the one that you live in. The no, one absolutely. You feel absolutely. Never no, no, for you. You cannot enjoy it whatsoever. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Though, by the way, this is especially powerful when she's asleep. So the uh, next time you meet. <laughs> nothing creepy about any of this. <laughs> so the next time you meet, especially if you do the same technique time after time, again and again and again and again, you will notice that her attitude towards you has changed. Pretty soon, it's likely that you both will act out the exact same scenario you envision in your mind. I this would say is, that that's true if you envision her running away from you. <laughs> Just terrifying. Well, the big thing is at some point, you got to ask her to the dinner. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah you have to. Yeah, you, yeah, have you have to, to open your yeah, mouth yeah. and ask her. This and then is, don't, but don't be like, I've been thinking I've been thinking about, about what it would be like if we went I was listening to the you pulled me in a dark building and you made out with me Um, but just so you know this is literally the blueprint for getting any girl you would ever want enjoy and wield your powers wisely honestly though but if you do if you do have uh, you want to learn something about enchanting people and stuff read the book The Satanic Witch by Anton LaVey Mm -hmm. it is a way it takes kind of the floofy do out of it it uses what he called what he even calls carnival tricks into uh, to yes. basically how to entrance someone but it's mostly how to get what you want out of somebody but it can lead to fruitful relationships you could also read the book how to win friends and influence people yes you know but that's a dumb one <laughs> no the anton levey was a lot more sexy it yeah. is yeah. Yeah. yeah i know i would say the one thing about that book he never talks about become a cult leader become a that's, cult that's leader. what you do yeah. yeah then you get whoever you want it's pretty sweet yeah i would love to be a cult leader 
Well, you have there's a lot of paperwork though. I don't know if you're going to be able to deal with all the logistical sides of being nah, the legal work, huh? Renting the space. Ooh, no, <laughs> no, no, like no, doing all that stuff. I don't no, know. Yet. I'm not yeah. a promoter. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have to get a co-signer. I don't think. You, nah, uh, no, I yeah, don't. your credit's not good enough to get a warehouse. Six fifty-seven credit score. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Very good, very successful. And you use remote viewing to get that, didn't you? I did, and I also had paid your bills. Did, did, That's important. Time. That yeah. is a big important. one. Big yeah. one. <laughs> I keep trying to use my brain to fix my credit score. How's it going? Not stay well. in down. Not well. Stay in down. <laughs> not well. That's not I have bad. a four. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. That's uh, that's remote viewing. Very educational yeah. stuff. I mean, we'll we get into astral projecting yeah, we'll another time. We'll, we'll get to that another time because there's so much more on that. Because yeah. we can't just skim over the skin hags. I, I don't even. <laughs> don't even start. All right. That's Marcus and Henry, and I am Ben, and that's Henry Loves You, and that's Marcus Parks on Twitter, and I am Ben Kizzle on Twitter. And uh, what's that, Marcus? Oh, and don't forget the live show is this Saturday night, April twenty sixth right. at ten p.m. at the Creek in the Cave. Get your ass there! Get your it's ass there to hug us if and you wanna dance with us, if you wanna smell with us. It's gonna be an amazing time. And Henry, this will be your first live show back in two months. I'm back, so yeah. it's gonna be all three of us on I'm stage. I'm back, and I'm taking back control. Well, what? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I have no idea, but uh, that's fine. Um, yeah, so we'll see you guys on Saturday. It'll be a great time. Hail, Hail Satan. Satan. Algin. Hail me! Hail yourselves, everybody. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so many carbs. Carb fear is real, but Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, 0 to 2 grams net carbs, 0 grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. Plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O dot C-O.